Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. My name is Kane. I'm, I'm Goran. Oh, double Stunning. whammy. Who's Goran and who's Issa? <laughs> I'm Goran Lonka. I'm Issa Nasiwa. Today, we're going to chat through what will happen post-lockdown, um, which probably everyone wants to know. And if we had a crystal ball uh, and knew how to fortune tell the future, would be great. But I'm, I'm going to throw it to you, Issa. What are your thoughts coming out of this lockdown, um, where things will go? Firstly, let's touch on the housing market. Yeah, look, I think if we look at the housing market in particular, um, you know, has there been many changes or will there have been any significant shift from just the time frame of being in lockdown? I don't think so. Look, I think as we have mentioned, you know, even since we started this um, podcast, um, you know, a year and a half ago now, like there's a shortage of houses. Like we, you hear us say that often and that isn't going to change anytime soon. Um from the housing market, there's still a lot of first home buyers really wanting to get into their houses. And then there's a lot of investors that still understand um, the low price of interest rates and how money works. And it's still extremely cheap for them uh, from an investment point of view. So from a property market thing type of thing, I don't know if it's going to go absolutely crazy um, as it did after lockdown in 2020, um, but there's no signs or immediate signs of anything slowing, even with all the um, new attempted government um, interventions to the property market. Goran, what's your thoughts on the official cash rate or the OCR post-lockdown? I think this uh, level four announcement has put the Reserve Bank into a massive standstill. Obviously, they've held it 0.25%. I don't think, my, me personally, I don't think it's going to change for a while. I think we'll be locked down for a little while. Um, you, we've also seen ANZ drop their rates after moving them up. Due so to just the, explain yeah. that to a listener, what happened there? What was it? Oh, so um, ANZ jumped the gun and thought that the OCR was going to move by a significant amount of around, I think they predicted 0.5%. It actually didn't happen because lockdown happened. OCR didn't move. And then ANZ had to go back on their word and obviously bite their tongue and reduce their rates again. So I think this, um, this little period that we're going through now is going to stay as is. But in terms of the housing market, it's such a well-oiled machine. And I've actually been in touch with a couple of real estate agents who said nothing's changed for them. People are engaging more so now during lockdown in terms of listings, inquiries um, going forward, um, because I, I think it's going to be another frenzy. I have seen so many agents post sales on Zoom or, or their um, their auctions online mm-hmm. uh, and lockdown for sales. That just has not stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Issa, go. I just think in particular, you know, you look at what the real estate, you know, we talk about banks um, having new processes in place and learning from last year. Look at what all the real estate agents have done. Look how many um, online auctions and live auction houses you see from the likes of Barford and Thompson, Ray White. There's uh, property.co.nz who have 24-hour auctions um, on live listings. And I've got a client that's currently in the middle of one um, based out of Long Bay. So, 
all of the real estate agents um, and companies caught up after last year and have some great processes in place. There was a frenzy and crazy reaction to say, hey, no auctions can go ahead. Now you look at tw- 20, uh, 12 months on and there's all these systems in place for the property market to just continue rolling. Well, the government tried to muddle on this and stop house prices inflating so fastly by throwing out some spoof tax um, exemptions and rules and all this kind of stuff. Heard nothing about them, did nothing for the property market. Um, talked about, you know, um, low deposit lending, bringing in macro prudent rules, debt to income ratios, all the spoofing. Nothing's happened to date. No one's got scared of it. Investors haven't left the market. People are still gung-ho and going for it. Yes, rates have slightly risen. That hasn't turned anybody off. People still need a place to live and a roof on their head. And rent. And rent. Um, Issa, touching on um, people personally, their personal expenditure moving out of lockdown. I know we touched on it the other day, and Rod Duke from um, Briscoe's felt that this time around coming out of lockdown, there won't be that spending frenzy. Um, that happened last time. He does still think there'll be a bit of it, but nothing like it was last time. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think it was very new last year. Um, uh, all of a sudden, when everything came to a complete halt and we couldn't pop down the road and get a coffee or people couldn't pop out and buy nice flowers for their houses, um, there was it was such a knee-jerk reaction to go of human nature to go, do you know what, let's get out there. I need to spend, 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 spend. Whereas this time around, I think uh, people will be a little bit more wary. Um, but, you know, the... If you look at some, I guess, first world problems, like it's pretty nice to rock out straight after a lockdown and get out there and, um, you know, for kids, get back out to adventure parks and the likes, um, get out to the movies, that type of sort of spending. Um, you know, there's a rush to sort of get out and get out to a restaurant and get some nice food because you may be sick of your own cooking for the last four weeks or however a lockdown will go for. So there'll be a nice, you know, getting a beard trim from the local barber up at the slick shop in Ponsonby. Um, all this sort of stuff, you know, all those luxuries will, um, you know, there's, I guess there's a pressure on life to actually get out there and experience that. So I think there'll be um, a reaction. Maybe it won't be as severe as last year, but I don't think it'll hold back people um, uh, sort of getting out and just sort of treating themselves a little bit. Goran, what do we think about employment? Do we think there's going to be um, a higher rate of unemployment come through from this lockdown? I'd see. I, I would say you'd see a little change. Yes, a little bit. I think. I think there are going to be some job losses here, particularly in the hospitality and probably retail sector. Depending on how long this thing goes, um, that's what everyone is waiting on. And I think there's going to be an announcement today just to see what's going to happen between North and South Island. Obviously, South Island is away from Auckland, where all the clusters are. But I think it would be cool if. South Island was able to operate normally um, in terms of employment, absolutely. I also think it will be um, what the government brings out in their financial packages moving forward. We're not going to get out of this lockdown anytime soon. How they attribute what they're going to do moving forward on that because um, we're based uh, on a country on SMEs and built on them and most SMEs have between two and four weeks cash flow to keep them afloat before they go bust. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that um, the financial packages have to be strong like last time and they have to be continuous. It can't just be, here's two weeks worth, sorry, we're in lockdown for six weeks, try your luck. It won't yep. happen. So the stimulus on that will be quite interesting. Um, and I also think probably from last time, people got out of lockdown, continued on, people took on a lot of debt. SMEs carried debt on property for equity and, and, and all that kind of stuff for expansion. I think you'll find this time, from a business point of view, people won't take out debt for growth. They'll be more wary on it. So 
um, you might not see a lot of expansion in, in bigger um, properties. Uh, sorry, in, in bigger industries like um, you know your retail and hospital. I would say a lot of those people borrowed against their own homes if they had them to keep themselves afloat for a long time. Will we see any changes to these policy uh, changes that we're going to make in terms of LVRs and um, debt to income ratios due to this lockdown? Just quickly on what property, you, yeah. What do you think? Um, I think they're going to be more cautious on um, people's borrowings or, or attributes to borrowings and what that may look like. So, um, yes, I think we've. Already, I think you guys have already mentioned that high LVR or high loan to value ratios have been pulled back on, and the government is Albion's have actually um, given some rules around that and some speed bumps. Um, we heard around debt to income ratios as well. Yep. That something that's in their toolkit looking to bring forward later on this year. Whether that can now happen, I don't know. Yeah, I think because yeah. that becomes a big issue. Yeah, I think that that's that there, that debt to income one is such a massive change that's going to affect so many people out there. I'm not talking about first home buyers here, I'm talking about investors. People yeah. that are buying homes to rent for people to live in. Those that the debt to income ratio is going to affect them uh, well, if it comes in. Debt to income ratio period for a first home buyer is ridiculous. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't think that will happen at all. No, that and doesn't that's apply why. To how can you then decipher an, a, a property investor to a first home buyer and say you're completely different? Because to be honest, the more person carrying debt at risk is a first home buyer because they've never had a home <laughs> completely. before with debt, especially in high LVR, right? It, mm. A property investor is completely aware of how debt works mm. and how and how to um, mitigate risk. So mm-hmm. it completely washes at hands to, I think, like a ridiculous policy. But, hey, that's me. But what I will say is that um, for every negative, there's always a positive. So what actually happens in these lockdowns is I find even myself, you get time to reflect on things and mm. you get time to work out your future and what you want to achieve and your goals. And you actually get more motivated to get out get it going when you can actually see some freedom in line. So it can spark something in someone. And we know from last lockdown, so many people were inspired to go start their own journey or, or uh, entrepreneurship or, or, or businesses. So that's great also for the economy. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, Check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.